are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsider Show. Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah, we're back. What up, guys? I'm Leo. That's Mario. Lucha Outsiders, go. They haven't done it in a while. Go. The go. Hey, the Seal, the Seal, the Seal, the the anti-hero of the IWC. Your boy, Mr. Yeah. Rated R, and our third man third on man. the broadcasting team from Suplex City, bitch. Oh, <laughs> yo, 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 let me speak on this. What's going on? He said it right this time. And this is Lucha Outsiders Show, episode 111. 111 what? episodes. 111, triple one. And we're live on Facebook. But if you miss yep. anything yeah. or everything on today's episode, check out the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, you want to be fancy, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, La Mescalabs, LosRadio.com, Stitcher, and also Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And the Spotify now. That's and great. the Los Radio app. I said Los Radio. Well, yeah. We said LosRadio.com. They get the hint. Okay, sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? This is the Lucha Outsiders, and we reassemble like the Avengers back in studio. It would have been like Voltron, no? Sorry. Why why you got to... We get that you're old, dude. We get that you're What about the Megazord from Power Rangers? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. What what was first? The Power Rangers or Voltron? Voltron, right? Voltron. 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 Why does the Megazord stand out more than Voltron? Because Because it's more iconic, man. So... The Megazord was Voltron or Jace. Yes. Was the Voltron for like the 90s? Because Voltron was in like the 80s. Yeah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you know, Leo's old. <laughs> he's, a, he's a historian, so we get that. But what's up, guys? Um, We're here. We're here. We're back. Leo, yeah. how you been, bro? I've been good. Working. Working on the app. You guys can go check it out. Download it everywhere. Los Radio app. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can get a lot of good stuff on there. Um, So let's... let's Watching throw- wrestling, which is good. Mm-hmm. Oh, but before we before we get into what we're gonna get into, you were you were hanging out with uh, Hugo Savinovich. You want to oh, talk about yeah, that real quick? Yeah, that was awesome. Real quick, because uh, you know. So guess, yeah, no, he he was actually telling stories in Spanish. So sorry, Sammy, no habla español. Uh, uh, he well, was, <laughs> our Latinos yeah. that listen to the show, so they could check out the show at at uh, Los Radio App, uh-huh. uh, the right, Minute right. Podcast. He was actually talking about what happened with Bruiser Brody because mm-hmm. he was there. Yeah, it's not like he heard it from, heard it from, heard it from. Mm-hmm. He was there. It wasn't That's no cheese man. It wasn't no yeah. bonchinche. No, no, no. He and we got it from the source. Yeah, and he also talked about a couple of uh, El Santo stories mm-hmm. and uh, Andre the Giant. And wow. he also talked about the yeah. the relationship between AEW and AAA. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. that was really good. So if you habla español, you can go ahead and check it out and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to do things a little bit differently, guys. I know people on the social webs and the uh-huh. Facebook chat are always like, oh, what do you think about this this weekend? What, 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 what happened here? We're going to do things a little bit differently because for today's episode, we have a fourth man. Fourth? Cuatro. On the announced team, and that is? Vincent. No, no not Vincent. Oh, damn it. What up, Glenn? 
And where's the Glenn on the screen? We're going to put him in. Uh -huh. Hold on, Glenn. Dale, Glenn. Donde está? What up, Glenn? Ahí está. Glenn. Finally. What up? Finally, Little Rock has come to the Lucha Outsiders. <laughs> it was only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time before Little Rock and Mario and Sammy linked up. And it took back in April. We bumped heads. And I saw this handsome Poppy Chulo. And he's like, Little Rock, I need you on my podcast. I said, you betcha, you betcha bottom dollar. Little Rock is going to be there. The Jabroni beating. La, 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 la. Pie eating. Eyebrow raising. Trail blazing. Brooklyn born. Ready to whip that candy ass. About to talk smack on the Lucha Outsiders podcast. What up, baby boy? What? <laughs> oh, for, that is so he good. deserves this. He yeah. deserves it. He, he, he deserves yeah. a clap. He deserves a clap. Man. Yeah. Off the top. Off the top, yeah, baby. Bro. So I got introduced to you through the homies X and Yuri, right? That's right. Me and X, we go back. <laughs> Over 25 years, way back. Further than my hairline. <laughs> so um, they introduced me to you. And I think we actually became friends on social media before we even yeah. got to meet in person. You start Absolutely. following the, my personal page, Radar Since 87, and also the Lucha Outsiders page. And hey, cheap plug. Um, <laughs> and, and I saw everything that we was doing, everything he was doing, like not only in wrestling, but outside of wrestling. But how I really got introduced to you was the Rock the Promo stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want, you want to kind of talk about take these shades off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Get out of character. Break, break out of character. Um, kind of just tell us your story and kind of, you know, tell the people in the audience, people that are listening to the podcast and also watching us on Facebook Live. Kind of explain to us how kind of this whole, you know, trip, this ride that you're on kind of started. Oh, man. Uh, the Rock the Promo. That, I almost was not a part of that contest. Okay. Um, my friend Ari, shout out to Ari Barkin, by the way, fantastic up-and-coming actor. Um, he's going to be in the movie, upcoming movie Skin. Um, not sure when that debuts, but um, mm -hmm. the short for that movie was nominated. Actually, no, they won an Oscar. They won an Academy Award for Best Short. Oh, wow. Uh, the, the short, the short uh, film version of Skin. Okay. But That's the nice. feature film comes out soon. So shout out to Ari Barkin. He reached out to me about the Rock the Promo contest because initially, uh, I've been doing I've been doing rock impersonations for about four years now, and well, actually longer than that. Up until up up until uh, up around when LeBron James first when first joined in Miami Heat, I cut a promo dissing the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about his headband and his <laughs> hairline, how he jumped from Miami to Cleveland, and yeah, it was crazy. So I'm still salty about that. I want him to join the Knicks. Yo, can, can we just say that when LeBron went to the Heat, he became the biggest heel in the NBA? Yeah. Right, yeah, right, right. I, I, I was like, they call you King James? No, you're Corchester, bitch. My boy Rick, Rick Rom Gonzalez, who, uh, who's a... Uh, one of my best friends and uh, one of my music partners, and um, he he actually he had a copy of that of the of the skit, and I haven't seen the skit in a long time, so it was it was funny to take a look at it uh, recently and uh, get a chuckle out of it. But um, Ari and I I met Ari back in 2009, mm -hmm. um, before I became this 
wrestling impersonation guy. I've been doing music for God knows how long. And I met Ari on one of my music video uh, shoots. And ever since then, we became tight. We met, we met back in, wow, we met back in 2010. And um, we did our first skit back in 2015, I believe. I had shoulder, I was, I was in need of shoulder surgery. I had told my patella, I had told my patella, no, I'm sorry, I told my labrum. I'm getting the wrong body parts and, mixed up. And, and that wasn't in a match or anything, right? No, no. <laughs> it, it, was a, it, was, it was a shoot injury, it wasn't a work. It was just a regular injury. Okay. <laughs> um, so I was in need of surgery, so I couldn't put on the necessary pounds that I wanted to to uh, impersonate The Rock, and we shot a, a skit of The Rock dissing Drake. I got to send that to you. It's, that's, that's in the archives, too. We got to get that so we can repost it on yeah, the Lucha man. page. <laughs> I need to see that. So years passed. Fast forward to 2016. I had this skit where I'm run- The Rock is running for president and his target is Donald Trump. And we didn't we didn't record it. That was just the idea that we had. And Ari had found out about Rock the Promo on The Rock's uh, Instagram page. And I was like, wow, we could do the skit. But when I went on the site, they had stipulations. It had to be totally original. Uh, you had to create your own. You, gotta have, you had to have your comedy character costume. So it had to be totally original. So I was like, oh, that's out. I was like, I don't feel like being in this contest. And um, I was at work one day, and the idea just hit me. And I just started writing. And I, towards the end of my shift, I had a promo. And I had characters. I had uh, the names. And I ran it by Ari. We linked up at Starbucks. I said, yo, I got an idea. He's like, yo, I got one too. He's like, you go first. So I'm reading the promo. He's laughing. And then I was like, all right, let me hear yours. He was like, fuck mine. We're using this. <laughs> <laughs> so the name of the team was called Sweet Revenge. Sweet Revenge, yeah. And my tag team partner, Ari, his name was Stud Muffin because he's a big, hefty guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a husky fellow. Chest. So it's funny when you think of it, you know, and, and my name was CC Macchiato because I love, I used to love caramel macchiatos. I love coffee. I'm a coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm brown skin, like caramel. So... Uh, it worked, and we had to figure out what we were gonna wear. We were, you know, up in arms about that. We we're like, uh, what are we gonna wear? What are we gonna wear? I was like, you know what? We're not gonna wear any shirts. There's the comedy right there. <laughs> so we're gonna be glistening in coconut oil. <laughs> yeah. See, you're laughing already. So what are, we, what are we gonna wear? Aprons. We decided we were gonna wear aprons, but they had to be pink. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Even better, mm-hmm. right? I get the aprons in the mail. I opened that some bitch up, and I didn't know they were gonna be shiny vinyl <laughs> aprons. That makes it even better. <laughs> that made it that makes it, it even better aprons. though. So I just started laughing to myself. I said, "I'm not sending this shit back. <laughs> we're gonna use it." So I um I saw he had a purple uh, bow tie, so I took the bow tie from him, and I reached out to my mom and I asked her if she had any uh, purple pashmina scarves. Which she did. So I wrapped it around my head, uh, like the Macho Man. Basically, when I was when I created Sweet Revenge, I was thinking about the '80s and '90s tag teams, with like a a pinch of like modern tag team wrestling. Yeah. Um, it was inspired by, like, our our tag team was inspired by Rick the Model Martel. Me more me specifically, uh, Macho Man, uh, the Dudleys, LOD. 
and like a, just a sprinkle of Wyatt. And we wanted to look like we were sexually ambiguous <laughs> or, you know, just straight up clowns because like, what the fuck are we wearing, right? But also when we got on the mic, we sounded like badasses. Like, wow, these guys got the comedy, but once they open up their mouths, they sound like badasses. So that was the whole one thing. Approach. One thing that stood out about you guys is the way you wrapped your. I'm big on like on headgear. Obviously, I'm always wearing hats. And one yeah. thing I've been doing for years since high school is I always wear a bandana in my hats. But one thing that I liked was the way you would wrap your head. It, it just looked. It looked very unique. It looked different. Like the right. way you wrapped your head. One thing I, I was always curious about: How did you come up with the with the name Sweet Revenge? It just came to me. I created the names first. Mm -hmm. I created uh, CC Macchiato and Stud Muffin. I'm like, what would make sense? And I, I kid you not, I had no, like, I had no inspiration, like, from anything that I've seen mm -hmm. from it, just based off the names. But you know, a funny story, funny, funny story. Um, a couple of years or maybe a year prior, I went with my lady to uh, a cafe called Sweet Revenge. It was in the city. Okay. But I was not even thinking about it when I wrote this. When I wrote the uh, the promo, mm -hmm. and that and that's the god honest truth. I was not even thinking about it. It totally slipped my mind that I actually had went there. Yeah. I totally forgot that I went there. And because when I Googled it, I was like, oh, shit, I've been there. <laughs> that must have been one hell of a coffee. I created things first because I'm a coffee drinker and the stud muffin is like, it just it just blends well with yeah, him yeah. because of the size. And he lost 60. He recently lost 60 pounds, by the way. Oh, good for him. He, he definitely doesn't look the way he looked back in 2016. And I'm proud of him. And he looks great, man. That's you know, so. um yeah, man, that's that's where I got the name from, and then uh, we gave each other uh, finishing maneuvers. My uh, elbow drop is the is the espresso shot. <laughs> and, that's good. I like that. That's dope. Because it, it sends because it, it sends jolts up and down the competition till they crash to the uh, canvas. Uh, uh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> now I have a question for you, Glenn. What's up? When you guys were going through this whole thing at Starbucks. Like you were telling him what the problem was going to be and everything. Were there people around you like looking at you guys weird? Like what are these guys doing? Um, there was one guy that was sitting right by us because we weren't too loud. I was just reading it to him. Okay. And one dude was like, ah, whatever you guys are doing, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, that's good. That's really yeah, good, man. Yeah. And then when we started rehearsing in his, in his, uh, there's a, there's like a beach house lobby. He's in some fancy fucking get up by Brighton Beach. Anyway, we went to uh, this beach house where it's like open to all the residents where they can go study and do whatever. So we're walking around his uh, his complex shining with pink <laughs> people are like, what, what the, the hell are you guys on? what are you guys supposed to be? What are you guys doing? And I was just it was just awesome, man. That whole ex whole experience was awesome. My days were hectic because I had just started working for New York City Transit. Mm -hmm. It's my first year and I couldn't take any days off in my first year. Oh man. So I had to uh, luckily I still had weekends off. So it was great. I would, you know, just meet them on the weekends. But then they switched my days off. So I'd have to get up early in the morning to go to the gym, come back, shower, 
put coconut oil all over my body, go to this guy's, <laughs> go to this guy's place, shoot the fucking promo, go back home, put on my transit uniform, and head out to work. Wow. That's, and, that's and dedication right there, bro. Yeah, it is. One day where we submitted and we waited like two weeks. And my and Ari is like, I'm sorry, Ari, but you are the master of panic. He's like, I, I don't panic. I, I, I'm very anxious. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. Uh, he was like, I don't know if they're going to call us. I'm like, dude, our promo was fucking gold. When we shot that promo, the chemistry that we had, it's as if we were a tag team for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. It, it, and it came that way, too, on the screen. It, that's how it comes off. And I wanted to give him, I wrote like little rhymes within the promo, and I wanted to give him uh, the rhyming because it would be typical for the brother to yeah. do the rhyme. Mm-hmm. And I gave it to, I'm glad I gave it to him because he was so uncomfortable. This is something <laughs> that he wasn't used to. But we had to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. I'm like, trust me, this shit is gonna fucking work. Because it was outside his comfort zone. Right, exactly. And not only did we symbolize, uh bakers and brewers and all that clown shit but due to the current climate of the country Mm -hmm. you got a russian american you got african american uniting to make people laugh yeah you know uh um among all of this racial tension that we're going on in this country at least you could deviate from that go to that and laugh for a little bit you know so that was that was special and one day that i was at work i got off the train Saw a missed call. I called Ari. Uh, his friend had picked up the phone. She said, yeah, Ari's on the phone with uh, Seven Bucks. I said, yeah. Oh, man. Wow. And that was the game changer. Right. We had made a joint account on Instagram, which is still out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sweet Revenge Official at Instagram. It's the longest fucking name. I didn't create it. <laughs> he created that shit. Um, <laughs> the, the Sweet Revenge Official on Instagram. And we used the hashtag rock the promo. And not too many people were using the hashtag at the time. And how do you miss two fucking guys with shiny, bright ass pink aprons? <laughs> so the so we were told that the rock saw it due to the hashtag. And he wanted us to be in the contest among the other 31 uh, contestants. Uh, he said that we were told that thousands of people submitted. And only 32 people were selected in this big tournament. And uh, yeah, man. And I told Ari, I said, listen, we're going to meet The Rock. I said, do you trust me? Oh, my God, bro. A.K.A. I want to write all the shit uh-huh. because I be- not not discrediting him, but I just I've been shit talking for a long time. I was on MTV Yo Mama back in 2006. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I write rhymes like I'm a hip hop artist. Like and I've been watching wrestling since I was three years old. You got this. You you have. So it's like. I was like, Ari, please, do trust me. Not saying that Ari didn't give input. I want to mm-hmm. give him that credit. Yeah. I said, but do you trust me? He says, I trust you. I was like, if you trust me, we're going to meet The Rock. <laughs> Win or lose, we're going to meet The Rock. You know what's crazy right now? And I can only imagine your boy Ari, what he was going through in his mind. Like the way, the way you're talking right now, the way I'm looking at you on the screen right now, and you're telling me this, <laughs> I kid you not. I'm getting goosebumps right now. I can see him. Look, I'm I'm literally getting goosebumps right now. The way it's we're gonna like I'm like and I could only imagine what he was going through at that point in time. And while it's all positive, you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the 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 vibe and stuff. 
at the same time, it's kind of like anxiety. It gives you anxiety, like holy right. shit. He's, he's very, he's a very anxious guy. Like he does auditions, he has callbacks. He's got to wait for all of that stuff. So I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, rock the promo. Uh, let's fast forward a little bit when you do get the to the point where now it's go time and there's the rock. Um, all right. So we were in a boxing gym. I forgot the name. We were in a boxing gym in Vegas mm-hmm. and I greeted his mom first, just out of respect. And the producers is like, well, I'm just like, relax. I'm just going to see, you know, pay my respects to, uh, Mrs. Maivia. And I shook her hand. I told her I had a lot of respect for her family. And then the rock just comes with his big giant hands and his big stature. And he's just the same guy that you see him on social media. Very humble, very gracious. I didn't have time to be starstruck, and yeah, I've been yeah, wanting yeah. to meet him since I was in junior high school. Okay. You know, I grew up, like I was, I'm 36 now, and I literally watched him his entire career, like when I was old enough to understand like who he was with mm-hmm. the Jerry Curls and all of that, and um, I rooted for him for 20 years, and yeah. the fact that, you know, this dude was a fan of ours due to the pink aprons because we were out on the strip the night before. Yeah. And yeah. one of the producers, uh, Aaron, I think her name is Aaron Lardy. Hi, Aaron. Um, she took a picture of us uh, by the Villaggio. Is that the Villaggio? That's what it's called, right? I believe so. And um, she sent him a text and he responded back. The pink aprons. I love it. Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. Huge, man. Some shit that I came up with at work. Just like it's, it's, random it's, shit. It's interesting that you say um, the whole you didn't get like a chance to be starstruck because even if you go look at the at the video clips on social media and YouTube when you're actually with him, it if it, it feels not saying that you were equal to the Rock, but it felt like you belong there. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Like it felt like you belong, and whether it was in this case it was in the ring, but it felt like you belong there. Whatever was going on the pictures the videos it felt like you belonged in that moment um yeah i mean not not to toot my own horn but <laughs> i kept telling myself that I, I, even uh without telling friends I, i've told myself I'm like i'm gonna meet this guy mm-hmm. i don't know how but i'm gonna meet him even if it's just one time yeah and i gotta shoot my shot I can't be like, oh, my God, uh, remember when you would? No, I'm not going to ask him about shit he already knows. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, I'm a big fan. Obviously, I'm a big fan. I'm right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 had, I, I was working on a promo before the producers were like, we got 20 minutes with Dwayne. And I'm like, fuck. We got 20 minutes with Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, after the contest, and I'm going to get to go back to the contest, but meanwhile... Dude's hanging out with us for about an hour, chilling. Chilling. Knowing, knowing that he has something to shoot uh, for CNN later on that day. But before that, he's got to go to Mr. Olympia and give a speech and uh, give out an award or receive an award. Excuse me. He's got a whole day, like, set. Like, he's busy. Right. And the fact that we had more than 20 minutes with Dwayne was <laughs> awesome. And I told him to his face, I said, listen... Before those news reports came out about you running for president, that was an idea that I had way before that. I was playing you running for president, and my target is Donald Trump, because quite frankly, there's nobody I know that does a better rock impersonation of you than me. 
And I say that with a lot of confidence. And not even Jason fucking Sensation or Jay Farrell could do a better rock impersonation than, than me. So it's funny you mentioned, because you mentioned it earlier uh, about the whole Donald Trump thing. So, you know, I... Very overrated, very overrated president. He's a very... <laughs> very overrated. Let me tell you something, Dwayne. You will not take the presidency from me. I'm the president. Me. I run this country. <laughs> um. Okay, so during this time that you had with, with Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, did because uh, you're all over the place, not even just in wrestling and doing these promos, but you literally are all over the place. And we're going to get to some of that stuff in a little bit, but... Did The Rock give you like some type of advice? Did you pick his brain on like maybe some of the things that you wanted to accomplish? Did The Rock give you any type of advice? I didn't ask him for advice. Okay. I mean, I I pretty much. Whoa. What what, what happened? You just we're I getting... froze. I'm trying to get him back on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. We hear you. We can't see yeah, you, yeah. but we we, okay. we hear you. So yeah, you're good. Going. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. So um. <clears throat> I didn't ask him for any advice. Um, pretty much got some most of his advice from like his posts and his interviews. But um, I just wanted to show him that I had skills and I wanted to impersonate him. And when I told him what I told him, he got back into the ring and said, all right, we're going to do something fun. So he gives the uh, camera to Hiram and I gave my phone to Joe Santagato and I said, I already press record. Don't fucking press any buttons because I will kill you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I uh, shot my shot and it was fucking awesome, you know, and that superseded the contest. I was able to uh, fulfill a junior high school dream to impersonate The Rock in front of him. And I used to hear friends saying, you know, imagine if you met The Rock and you were, you know, talking like him and. It would have been cool if he got back if he got into character as well, but it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. And um as far as the contest is concerned, but it's still kinda like things that we didn't win. Mm -hmm. But the fact that we lost to a wrestling veteran, uh, a gentleman who has been in the WWE tough enough, has been on WWE superstars was recently on SmackDown, Smackdown as the Yolo County tag champs against uh, Heavy Machinery. Which that, that the whole Yolo tag team mm -hmm. champion thing, that's a shot at literally every wrestling promotion, specifically AEW, saying that our titles matter and whatever other titles out there doesn't. That's pretty much right. what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, AJ Kirsch, a.k.a. Uh, let me not fuck up his name. Joseph... See, I already fucked it up. Brosive Joe Brody. <laughs> Brosive Joe Brody, a.k.a. AJ Kirsch, who is a wrestling veteran. And the fact that we lost to him uh, doesn't make it feel doesn't make it look so bad because we were just two wrestling fans that created something great, had great chemistry, great mic skills, caught The Rock's attention. We were one of his personal favorite. And we lost to someone who actually is in the business. So that is a compliment. That that definitely does uh mean a lot, you know, because you made it to a position with Ari, you know, as a unit that not a lot of people could say and not a lot of people had an opportunity like you guys did. Right. Right. And I'm eternally grateful and 
we uh we did something cool because we we both went to mania last year in new orleans and it was like yo let's we gotta we gotta keep the account going we gotta keep the account going let's shoot let's shoot something Mm -hmm. so we shot a little quick little quick promo for wrestlemania i said cc macchiato oh and we get him back go 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 we lost him all right so let's take a pause from glenn because we obviously did lose him on skype um leo's gonna try to get him back on but man, what a what an interesting story so far from our buddy that, Glenn. That's inspiring, man. It's very inspiring, it's really especially cool. for some of the stuff that we do. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Um, man, it, it it just goes to show you that there's other ways of like making your mark. Like let's say in the wrestling business, with him it's a little bit different because it was like rock the promos and stuff. But I mean, we're gonna get to him in a little bit once we get him back on. But he is doing some stuff right now, wrestling related, obviously. Right, right. It just goes mm-hmm. to show you the power of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, is absolutely amazing. From meeting his friend in a Starbucks and telling him his idea to being face to face with The Rock, absolutely incredible. And, so uh, we'll get the rest of the story once we get we'll, him back. We'll on. get him back. And the, and also the the pal- oh, there, there, he is. Is. there he is. Sorry, Glenn, we lost you, buddy. It's a it's all good. Goddamn, pal, get it together. I mean, you can you might as well ju- you might as well just cut a promo for the hell of it. Welcome everyone to Lucha Outsiders. Uh, what was the last thing I said? Um, what was the last you, thing you heard? Well, the, we were talking about you guys were in New Orleans and you guys recorded something. Yeah. And yeah, we recorded a promo hyping up WrestleMania and our appearance at WrestleMania. We had a friend, Martin Go. Shout out to Preserve Dragons, who's a phenomenal artist. He designed two logo, two two uh, uh, illustrations for us, and uh, actually designed one of our T-shirts, our custom WrestleMania Sweet Revenge T-shirts. Um, that we went to New Orleans uh, with. And, you know, a lot of people were tripping because when we made our announcement that we were going to WrestleMania, yeah. a lot of people thought that we were in WrestleMania. <laughs> and the fact that Braun Strowman was in the crowd looking for a partner. Uh-huh. Right. People were tripping out about it. So that was pretty cool. That's dope. That was pretty cool. It's, it's interesting because I was at New Orleans too and somehow we didn't bump into <laughs> each other in New Orleans either. Huh? I was in New Orleans too for Mania. I'm surprised we didn't bump into each other in New Orleans also. I didn't know. Did and, I know? Did I hit you up? No, we were we it's funny because we like we li- hit you up. But we liked each other's pictures, but I think after the fact <laughs> <laughs> That's a busy weekend. Though. It's it's not I must have had a couple of Steve boxes. <laughs> <laughs> um But we did bump into him at this, this year's WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Right. You know what's funny though? I was watching not to just to get sidetracked, mm-hmm. I was watching uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Okay. Great show. Wondering, is that the same Macho Man that I ran into at Mania? Yes. <laughs> That's I the same guy from Comic-Con. I went on Dark Side of the Ring, looking at pictures, 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 and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> him, bro. Him and he's like, yeah, yo, they actually, they actually approached me at Mania, uh, that same Mania, and approached him with that gig and i was like wow it's amazing how things come for you know full circle when you got cut off just now uh sam brought out a uh mentioned a good point how it, the power of social media nowadays could it, it's amazing dude yeah it, it man you, you imagine like i i don't really want to talk about this dude but but to uh but it's relevant to what you just said if social media was around in the 80s well, a lot of wrestlers wouldn't get away with a lot of shit that they've done, but you know how huge Hogan would have been? 
Man. Through social media. Mm-hmm. Hogan, yeah. Macho Man, Piper on social media would have yeah. gone crazy. <laughs> oh, forget it. And, <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> it's, also, uh, it's also funny, too, because on the way over here, Sam and I were also talking about, like, now it's so easy to get into the wrestling business compared to how it was, like, 10, 15 years ago. Cause we were yeah, at the, we were we were we were at the ECW arena last week and uh, we recorded some stuff and literally the whole day and I'm I'm not tuning my own horn here or nothing but I got asked if I was talent if I was a wrestler and I'm like no I'm too old for that now I'm thirty I'm I'm thirty one now and in thirty one nowadays it's like too old to get into the wrestling business right. Well. Well, you could be DDP. That's what I said. Well, well, well listen, Mister Optimist. It's sort of like okay. music. It's sort of like music in the nineties. If you were in your mid-30s, especially in hip-hop, I don't know about other genres because you live forever. Just ask Mick Jagger. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in hip-hop, if you were in like the mid-90s, you were old. And Jay-Z is like the first one to break the mold and make it cool to be in your 40s. Now he's approaching 50s soon and to still be relevant and still be cool. Just like... I said this on a previous podcast. I said that Jericho is the Jay Z of wrestling because he always reinvents himself. That's a great but comparison. Also, yeah. But also, he inspires other people that are in their forties, younger than him, to keep it going. Mm-hmm. You're that. That's a great comparison. But also, and and <laughs> not to like kind of sidebar when it comes to hip hop and music, Jay Z is part of that elite. Like you know what I'm saying? Like also, it helps out that he's lyrically like nuts and he tells stories and like yeah uh, but, but he also makes it he, he and he also makes songs that are relevant and 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 he know he knows how to stay relevant with the times like and it's like guys like fat joe who aren't you know top tier like jay-z mm-hmm. he could still make music he could still be in his 40s and absolutely. make music guys absolutely. in the wu-tang could be in their 40s and make music nas could still make music because in the 90s if you were like 30 something old you washed you're washed right so it's a it's a different time for not just music but a different time for wrestling i think like you said it was harder back then to get into the wrestling now it's much easier but i think ddp and and batista were the only two were the only two that really broke that mold of being old and making it big you know what i'm saying yeah Oh yeah, oh yeah, DDP especially. Mm-hmm. I, I still got faith in Mario. <laughs> this guy's yeah, trying. Yeah. If he wants to, he could yeah. do it. Ha- yeah. Have you had any previous injuries, pal? <laughs> um, <laughs> his whole twenties. I'm done. My, my, I'm my, done. My... <laughs> I'm what? dealing with a knee injury right now. I know. I, I saw you sporting. I, I, something in my I saw you sporting a, a brace at, at WrestleCon, and I'm like, what happened, bro? Is that a well, gimmick? Hell yeah. <laughs> Well, let's let's talk about WrestleCon. You were uh, doing photography for Crime Time. How did you meet JTG? I went to high school with JTG. <laughs> I got pictures. I got pictures of JTG. <laughs> Not those type of pictures. <laughs> but uh, we we were uh, we were in a school play, Dream Girls, in high school. That's my that's my boy from high school, and uh, we reconnected on uh, MySpace actually, because he was already in the WWE. And he saw me on the Yo Mama show, <laughs> and, and he reached out to me on MySpace, and we kept in touch ever since. And we hung out. I don't know if it was last year. I think he came. He came to town last year. We hung out. I don't know if it was last year, or the year before, but we hung out. And um, he's living in California now. And um, the whole WrestleCon thing stemmed. 
Yeah. From all right, I gotta give you the the whole. Yeah, story. We, I already know what the story is, but tell the audience and tell uh, Leo it and all, yeah, started, I don't know the story. So it all started on Halloween. I was bored. I had some time before I was going to work. I said I don't have a fucking costume <laughs> again. So I was like, you know what? I got a blazer. I'm pretty fit. I'm bald. I'm brown. I look like a kid. I could be Leo Rush. So I, I was watching a couple of his promos to get the voice going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And shot the video. Sunglasses. Check. <laughs> Blazer. Check. No shirt. Double check. And I pop my pecs. <laughs> and I just said, <laughs> I want to give props to the big man. My man. Bobby Lashley. When it look like money. You smell like money, and everything you do is money. It is a foregone conclusion that the big man, my man, Bobby Lashley, will be victorious because he is the real deal. (laughs) (laughs) It's the laugh. It's the laugh. And that shit blew up. Up. Oh, oh, I, I know was, it blew. I, I, I know it blew up, brother. I know. I, I, I witnessed the whole thing. I almost thought this shit was gonna go viral. <laughs> That's amazing. That That's... shit had like over a hundred shares, <laughs> like sixty saves, over four hundred likes. Um, I even like posted it in the in the story promoting it. Yeah. And Leo Rush caught wind of it. <laughs> he thought it was hilarious. That's and awesome. He shared it on his story. Uh, I sent uh, JTG uh, tweeted it, and I think Joey Gargano was like I almost choked at how good his uh, impersonation was. Um, it's that that laugh takes the cake it. for me, man. That laugh. <laughs> yeah, it all started from that. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get back to the whole WrestleCon in a minute. Mm-hmm. Everything just ties together. Yeah, no, go ahead, tell your story, brother. And Wale Mania as well. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, I know, I know. You have some stories about Wale Mania also. So. Yeah, man, and I and I Ari was like, "Wow, you got his attention." I was like, "That was the point." <laughs> and I was like, "I fucking got him. And I'm gonna meet him. I'm gonna meet him." Right. So he he goes on live a lot with his fans, mm-hmm. and most of his fans don't really say anything. Some of them are starstruck, or they're just very excited to be on on camera with him, and eh, that's cool. You know, you fanning out, you marking out. And um, one day I was in the car with my boy. What up, Lance? Who's actually the star of my upcoming short film. Uh, I'm all over the place like Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> so he goes on live. I, I, and I, He's going on live. And I, I, I sent him a, a request. And I see one go by, another go by, another go by. I said, yo, I done seen five motherfuckers go by. If he doesn't pick me <laughs> next, let's just get out of the car, do what we got to do. And lo and behold, I was the next one that he went on live with. Mm. So I, so I, I spoke in character. I said, uh, I, I created this moniker called uh, Rio Lush. Uh-huh, Rio Lush. <laughs> and I was like, uh, it was. I, I said, I said, finally, I said, Rio and Leo were meant to be on <laughs> together. <laughs> And he was smirking. Yeah, his his like, face said it all. His face said it all because I watched it. Okay. <laughs> it, it, he said, you know, this was clearly meant to be right here. 
I was like, yo, we got to meet now. <laughs> After that shit, we got to meet. So then, so then uh, Jay reached out to me through the WhatsApp. And he was like, yo, you think you could cut a, a promo against these these three dudes that did a promo on us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never heard I never heard of them before. Mm-hmm. It was uh, SP3. What up, Sid? Yeah, Sid. That that's our homie too. Sid from the True Heels. Sir, Sir Wilkins and the legend Larry Larry Morgan, and <laughs> they cut a dope promo. And me being the battle rapper in me mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. wrestling fan in me was just dissecting that shit. I was like really examining <laughs> it. I was like, okay, I gotta come up with a rebuttal for this, for rebuttal for that, rebuttal for that. And I recorded the promo for I had never met Shad, but I knew it was a matter of time before I met him through Jay. Mm-hmm. So we shot the promo and uh that shit was gold. Uh a lot of people a lot of people, you know, they they took the bait and they <laughs> yep. It, yep. and then they responded again. Mm-hmm. So then I shot another Leo Rush. Uh, promo. Uh, no, actually, I shot a I, the first the first Rio Lush promo that I shot was uh, requesting to be their manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's right. That's right. That's and right. Then the ne- the next Rio Lush, I was dissing them. Mm-hmm. And then Sid drops another promo while he's dissing me, and then I just do a regular one, mm-hmm. like just a out of character one. So he thought I broke kayfabe, and. He shoots, I think he shoots another promo. Yeah, he shoots another promo by a water fountain saying I wrote kayfabe. Yep. I think 30 minutes or 40 minutes after he posted it, my boy boy came to my house and recorded this rock promo that I did on the fly. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just dissecting his shit. And that was the end of that. Yeah, man, that 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 was uh. That was I think I, I, I even messaged you. I was like, and and, and I'm sure Sid and, and that whole camp over there will admit to that too, because I mean, real recognizes real, right? And, of course, of and, course. And, and Sid is a talker. Sid is a talker because we, yes, we, we we we've done shows with him. Sid, I'm a talker, yeah, Sid, but Sid's awesome. Sid, no, Sid and Sid is a home. Sid is a homie of mine, but man, it's like you had that battle rapper mentality where very that's i think that's a lost art when it comes to hip-hop too where when there's a battle when there's when there's a rap battle when there's a feud somebody dissecting their response there's very few that does that eminem jay-z are like the two that that come to mind that dissect nas and nas that dissect um like their responses and that's literally what you did in every promo yeah and 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 this guy (laughs) Drinks uh, a, a big, big, big jar of water. <laughs> Goddamn, pal! Way to stay hydrated. Leo does the same thing. You guys can't say shit now. Leo does the same thing, but he's like seven foot. <laughs> yo, when, yo, when Shad saw when Shad saw Leo at uh, Wally Mania, he was like, "Yo, you shop at Baby Gap." <laughs> what the, in front of his wife? Well, oh my god! One thing, one thing that I did notice uh, one of your promos is because, you know, for people that, that haven't kept up with Crime Time, right? You, one thing you mentioned on the promo was like the big man and the big big man because JTG right. ain't as small as he used to be from WWE. Nah, this guy's fine. huge now. Yo, yo, JTG, what up, Jay? Jay, <laughs> I know him as Jason. I'm sorry. Uh, but, no, no, no. Let's um, go ahead. 
JTG looks like he ate the former JTG. <laughs> Yo, for real, he's huge. What the fuck, bro? It's nuts. And, I mean, um, and, and main pause, but you're like a big dude too, so it's like, man. <laughs> We're gonna have to pause that one. <laughs> um, yeah, man, and and one thing that I noticed about Sid in the first promo, he said. Uh, broke down primetime players, and then he said, he called them Gangsta New Day in another promo. So I was like, let me find another black tag team that used to be in the WWE, but this one's going to be worse. <laughs> Men on a Mission. Oh. I called... Oh. Moe and Mabel. I, I, called, I, called Larry, I called Larry Morgan Mabel. I called... <laughs> And, and who was Oscar though? Oscar was Sid. <laughs> yo, yo, yo! Like, and and, and, and Mo is <laughs> Sir Wilkins. Yo, when I said that he looked like a, when he looked like John uh, John Cheadle and Titus O'Neil had a baby, bruh. All that. Did, did did Sir Wilkins like? I love did, you, Sir Wilkins. Did, did, did Sir Wilkins Sir hit Wilkins you up? Did, did Sir Wilkins hit you up? Um, and shout out to the Jobber Tier podcast. But did uh, Sir Wilkins um hit you up like and be like, damn, did you really have to call me that? Was there like any dot? Oh, that's the one question. And you don't you don't have to break kayfabe if you don't want to. But like within the promos, was there any dialogue between you guys? Like, damn, did you sick. really? Did we you, were laughing at each other's like, promo. Like, damn, did you really have to call me that? <laughs> like, yo, when I when I called him ST, when I called when I said SP3, SPF, STD, he was like, God damn, really, STD? But that's what the Rock does. The Rock plays off your name and says something totally erroneous. Yeah. You know, I had to pull out the big guns and do the Rock impersonation because for me it's just really easy. Mm -hmm. And he's known for just like ripping people apart. Absolutely. And. I ran into them at Wally Mania, and Sid came up to me. He was like, yo, you a funny motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and all of them were just very humble and gracious and just like just down-to-earth, cool-ass people. And I, I, went to, I went to a couple of their uh, viewing parties, and Wilkins is a great host. He's a great wrestling aficionado, super fucking athlete, man. The dude's built like a fucking yeah, stallion, yeah, that bro. Dude's a, that dude's a monster, man. Yo, Wilkins, let me know when you got a match, bro. I'll, I'll definitely check it out, bro. Absolutely. You got my support. Um, and then I met uh, Mommy Yankee there. At first, I thought... That's the, that's, the, that's the chick um, that wears the chalk line stuff, Mommy right? Yankee is the new age Vladimir, and she didn't know who I was talking about. She, she, uh, I, I, I know who, about, right? I know who you're talking about, uh, that, uh, the, the girl that you just mentioned, we've never got introduced, but I know who you're talking about. Cause she literally wears nothing but chalk line gear. Right. I'm wearing a chalk line. <laughs> and this guy's wearing a chalk. That's all I, I that's all she wears is like, what up, mommy Yankee. That's all she wears is chalk line gear. Like I never, I don't know her, but I know who you're talking about. And I know she's always with Sid. And I thought that they were an item. That was my assumption. But they're just friends. They're just, listen, we're all friends. We're wrestling yeah, friends. Well, we're friends. This is a, but it's, it's, just, it's just wonderful how and funny how uh, small the wrestling world is, especially in New York. The whole community is like everyone knows somebody that knows somebody. Yeah, that's true. And mm -hmm. we're all connected. Uh, we all have common ground. And the world would be a better place if you know we all got along you know you know i like a i know as cheesy as that sounds 
But it's like, for like a couple of hours, everyone is united to some degree. Yeah, you know, now everybody has their opinions and their favorites and what they like and what they don't like. But at the end of the day, we're still viewing a product. And for the most part, we're enjoying the product together. And and one thing I will say is, I've, while I know a lot of people that are good wrestling fans, there's also, at the same time, that it just gives wrestling fans a bad name. There's also a toxic in wrestling fans at times because they make yeah. all wrestling fans like just look crazy, whether it's the entitlement or just trying to be like the show while you have performers performing for us like we gotta we gotta sit back and be wrestling fans it's Stop the gift and to... the curse exactly it's the gift and and it's We're already the best fans and the worst fans and it's all and it's it's bad enough that when you tell somebody that isn't a wrestling fan like oh you're and they tell you you're into that shit we have to somewhat defend it so we already have that yeah. bad stigma and then you have some idiot that acts crazy that it just gives us a bad name but i do agree with you if it's a good crowd or hopefully majority of us get together, no matter who we like or who we dislike, if we just get together and just enjoy what we're watching or just enjoy the environment, it, it w- wrestling does can bring the world together. Absolutely. And a caveat here for the people that say, oh, you watch wrestling, you know, it's fake, right? <laughs> so why the fuck do you cry? Uh, watching soap operas, exactly, I Game see. of Thrones, mm-hmm. or Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. or Friends, mm-hmm. or Seinfeld. Yep, you know it's fake, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you know. Talk about uh, it. Talk about you, it. You know, you know, Kramer's a fucking racist, right? In real life, right? <laughs> I say the same thing. I say the same thing. That's the basis to what we're doing here. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, you was at Wally Mania, um, by you- accident. Yeah, okay. Um, I know X, our, our homie because, X was there too. Because Janelle from Jabba's Tia, she asked JTG, is he is he coming to uh, Wale Mania? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. Because to be <laughs> honest with you, I've never been to Wale Mania. I've heard of it, but I didn't really know what it was. Like, like I know Wale, but I, I, I don't know. I, I just, when it comes to like live events, I'm rarely at live events. I just like being home. Watching it from a screen, you know, even concerts. I've been to two concerts my whole life. Yeah. I went to the Puff Daddy No Way Out tour. I saw Jay Z. I saw Little Kim. I saw The Locks. DMX was new. And he came. I saw everybody that I needed to see, except for Eminem. And I went to the Home and Home show with Jay Z at Yankee Stadium. So I saw everybody I needed to see. Nice. Only yeah. person I regret not seeing is Michael Jackson. And that'll never happen. But anyway, um, Janelle hits up Jay. She's like, oh, hey, uh, is he coming to Wally Mania? I said, I don't know. And then JC, JTG was like, yeah, he's coming. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm coming. So <laughs> I ended up going there with Shad. And Leo noticed me right off the bat. And the fact that he told his wife about me. He said, babe, this is uh, this is the guy that does the impersonations of me. <laughs> and I don't have an English accent. But she comes up to me. She goes, your, your skits are absolutely hilarious. And <laughs> the worst English accent ever. But... The fact that he told his yeah. wife about about it just makes everything worth it, you know? And uh, it was just a cool-ass experience just being on stage, toasting with Booker T. I know, man. There was a microphone on the stool. And anybody who knows me, as crazy as I am, you do not leave a fucking open mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to grab the mic and I'm going to say some shit. <laughs> I'm like this. <laughs> I have the microphone. They're about to toast Booker. 
and then somebody makes an announcement to the crowd, and I come around. If if you look on my story, you'll see because I have posted on my story. Anybody that went to Wally Mania has uh, a clip of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Impersonating Booker T. Please send it to me. And somebody reached out to me like a half hour later. And um, shout out to him. I forgot his name. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so I grabbed the mic. We take what we want, and we decide when we want the gold, sucker. Hall of Fame, we're coming for you. And I didn't say it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I didn't say it. <laughs> and the Wrestling Classic, Justin from the Wrestling Classic also has a clip of it, and you can hear him laughing out loud, so that was pretty cool. Um, it was just dope to just be on stage with, with not just black excellence, but just like... Uh, Hall of Famer and just a lot of awesome current WWE talent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was a, just an amazing experience. And I told Samoa Joe, I said, "Yo, your promos are like a, your promos are a work of art." He was like, "You like that shit, right? You like that?" Shit? <laughs> He's cool. He's cool. So yeah. that, that, that I don't know why, but that just sounds funny as hell. Yeah. yeah, the way he said it was it was funny. Oh man! Um, by any chance did you get to chat it up with Kofi at all? Because I mean, he made I made him laugh in the clip. You can see it on his page. Okay. I, don't, I think I was impersonating Vince. I made all of them laugh. I said, um, "Give him the goddamn belt." We need a black champion, and I think I think that's what made him turn around and and chuckle. Mm-hmm. But um, I sh- I shot a video with Kofi. You didn't see it? I probably did, but you know, since I was a... just like giving him props. I said it's been a long time coming. I was okay, like, okay, I did see the video. You're, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> that's um, dope. It's yeah. just it was just a great experience. You know that whole that whole weekend was like a game changer. And there was one guy that I really wanted to meet at WrestleCon, and I was able to meet him. And he gave me shade because he didn't like my impersonation. Oh, First, I saw Jay no. Lethal. That, that's the homie. That's the homie. And Jay Lethal gave me props for uh, impersonating Flair. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was about to uh, get in the character. character. He only hit me with a brother. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe Jay and I love Jay to death, and he, he's a personal friend. But maybe he didn't want no smoke. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you got to pay for that shit. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, but man. all in all, he's um, he's a cool ass dude, man. Very and good dude. I met. Well, before I met all these guys, I ran into you for the first time. Yeah, I know, man. Uh, it, was, it was a and pleasure. And then I met Sammy through you, and I still got your fucking picture in my house. My That's girl's right. Like, Selena De La Renta. Oh, I love her. She's like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is for my friend Mario. This is not even my picture. <laughs> man, I love that girl so much. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, Glenn, I, I have a question for you. Now, I'm going to take it back a little bit. When did you know that you were able to impersonate all these people? Like growing up, were you were you able to do it in school, or did it just yeah, come man. to you sitting there one day? God damn, you hit me with the hard hitting questions, pal. <laughs> um, um, whew. Like, do you remember growing up just looking and 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 just copying? I don't know, like Shawn now, Michaels. I'm trying to think of the first impersonation that I've ever done of someone. Because I mean, I think we all. He was around time. high school. I, I mm-hmm. used to I used to do Chris Tucker's impersonation really good. I fell off. I could okay. still do a really good Bernie Mac. Okay. Um, so it was around high school. Like I would hear a distinctive voice, 
and I would listen to it over and over and over. If I feel that I can impersonate it, mm-hmm. I will listen to it over and over and over, just like repetition, repetitious. And I would, I would, you know, do the impersonation and record it and see what I did wrong, what I need to work on, and I don't know. Some sometimes I don't need to do that, and then sometimes you just know mm-hmm. that you have it, and then when you let someone else hear it, and they go, "Wow." And it's like, okay, now I know. But I don't know, just, I guess it all started when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. But as far as like the wrestlers, again, if I hear someone's voice and it's very distinctive and I feel like I can emulate it, then I'll just start working on it. Like Leo Rush, to be honest with you, I haven't really been up on NXT like that, 205 Live. Mm Mm-hmm. But when he came up to the main roster, I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and he had this blazer on, no shirt, laughing, shaking his head. And I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. That's it. That, but I mean. Rock, I've, been, I've been working on his voice for the longest time. And then Flair, like most recently. And I impersonated Flair, and he turned his back on me. Oh, <laughs> no. That's not me. That's not no. me. But his wife, his wife was like, that was good. That's not me. I hit him with the, um, and Savage, the only way you ever see the nature boy on the bottom is when it was a beautiful woman on top. Woo! And that wasn't him. And what, he wasn't feeling it, huh? Nah, he wasn't feeling it. Well, good. just based on his current, his, the current events that have been happening right now with Ric Flair, I, I think he, he's going through it. I feel bad for it. It just might be his old age, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I can man. take an L. It's all good. No, nah, I, 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 I don't think it's. A, I don't necessarily think it's an L. I just think, I don't think he's all there right now. Just you know, with him <laughs> breaking kayfabe, exposing the whole Edge and Becky Lynch back and forth as a work. You know, talking shit about Shawn Michaels. I don't think Flair's there. I don't think Flair's there. I think uh, he's, he's a little out of it. Fuck Shawn Michaels. <laughs> oh wow! Great in ring performer, but fuck him. Why? That is a disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) We're about to have technical difficulties in about two minutes. Listen, man, he's got legendary, contrary to to popular belief, or just one person that I know. uh, He's got legendary matches. He's one of the greatest performers. Um, But as a person, a guy who tried to. Uh, Barry Talent, and who went to the brass and tried to keep people below him. Nah, I don't. I don't respect that. No, and that, that's uh, and that's. I I agree with you 110. percent I definitely agree with you on that. And that's. I think that's why a lot of people also. View it's always that the way. not to cut you off, but it's always the trash motherfuckers who sabotage their body, and and do all these drugs and do all these antics. And do all this uh, scumbag shit to people that want to turn the other cheek and pick up a book and now they're holier than thou. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I digress. No, no, no. And I, I, anybody that the way you just said it right now, I, I agree with you. And listen, I'm a Shawn Michaels mark. Like I finally got to meet him WrestleCon, and he was like the, the sweetest dude. 
and I think that's so sweet. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think, and I think, when it comes to the, you flip the coin and on that, right? And the people that support Bret Hart, because you know, there's your Bret Hart guys and then the Shawn Michaels guys. Of course, of course. And, and I think <clears throat> why people kind of, people decide with Bret so much is just ever since his wrestling career ended, right? He's been. It's like he has bad luck, like, and the whole family just has like. It's like the Kennedys. They're they're almost. cursed and yes. and man and well the Von Erichs most and then the yeah and then what happened to Brett this year at the Hall of Fame? It's like what the fuck, man. He just can't he can't catch a break, and then yet you have work. the you have the DX and the show, and nothing yeah. happens to Sean. Everything yeah. everything works for Sean, and yeah, everything works out for and, Sean. And it's like time. damn, man, and. And one thing that, that, that Sam and I realized this weekend, actually, because we got to chat it up with Bret Hart at the ECW Arena. Nice. And one thing I, one thing I got a take from while Sean and Bret are completely different people, right? They, they both... It's like, Brett, it's like, it's like um, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. They, they're, they're, they're both different people, right? They're both great in their own right. But when you sit there and have a conversation with both of them, I'm not talking about 10, 15 years ago. I'm talking about now. Okay. They're the way they come off. They're literally the same fucking guy. Yeah, they're really humble. They're humble. Quiet. They're they're not quiet, like not talkative, but they're humble. They're very appreciative on the way they they're very soft spoken. And I got the same vibe from both of them. Yeah. Right. Like almost right. like the same aura. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's and it's crazy that I I don't know how the relationship is now. You know, we we did see them at WrestleMania shake hands, but you know that could all be a show. Yeah. But you of know, it, it, it's. It's crazy how whether they they agree or they're friends or, or they're they're at well, peace they, or they're they, still they, at odds, a, they're always gonna be connected with each other no matter what. Of course, of course, and they could always they could shake hands and and make amends and put the past behind them, but they don't have to like go each other out and have a beer together. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like you got two. It's like Jay Z and Nas. You got two different styles. Yeah. For anyone, for anyone that say says that Shawn Michaels is overrated, like that's just like sacrilegious. Right. And like I, I like I, I loved Bret Hart as a kid, and I loved Shawn Michaels as a kid. But, and it's not Shawn Michaels' fault that Bill Goldberg was the reason that Bret Hart had strokes. Mm-hmm. You know, but, um, yeah, Bret Hart came from a wrestling family. He was born into this shit. So yeah, he's. As a technical wrestler, Bret Hart is better. We all know that. But as a just all-around natural talent and performer and uh, gimmick, you can't deny you can't deny Shawn Michaels. You can't deny his promos. You can't deny his. He has five-star matches. And I think he's got longevity. And even after his back surgeries, he's had legendary matches with the Undertaker, with Kurt Angle. Like, how do you? How do you? And, and uh, didn't he have a match with Chris Benoit? He did have a Chris Benoit. Yeah, the triple threat match. Yeah, with, that's right. That's right. Which, that's which right. is which is an iconic triple threat match. Yeah. And then I think people were and I think and Sam can even and it's sad that the network can't even talk about it. A- exactly. Reasons. And I think Sam could talk about this too. I think the problem is people can't separate me being like a fan of yours, whether as in ring or like as a human. Separate in ring work and then how you are as a person. Yeah, and that that exactly. personal stuff always gets in the way of how you view somebody as a talent. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like because... The Rock is like my personal favorite. Like as far as like WWE superstar, but as my favorite wrestler, it's got to be Kurt Angle because when I have debates, and I learned this a long time ago, and my friend Rick Ryan, what up, Rick Ryan? He always says, 
You got to eliminate the emotion, the emotional attachment from a debate. And it's so true. Like yeah. Eminem, is, Eminem is my favorite rapper, but I know he's not the GOAT. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people can't, are not uh, brave enough to say that. Like people who, who think, who, you know, have Eminem as their favorite artist. They won't say, but he's not the GOAT. If he's my favorite, he's the GOAT, right? No. No, you got to separate that. You have to you have separate, to separate that. it. The, the, when I was growing up, Ultimate Warrior was my dude. I, I started watching wrestling because of Hogan. And then when Ultimate Warrior came out, as a kid, you love him. And then when The Rock came, it's like, oh, wow. And then when Kurt Angle debuted, I'm like, damn. <laughs> and and um, the, Rock, the Rock is a legend. But as far as if you want to be real about it, Kurt Angle had the greatest the greatest first year as a wrestler ever. He adapted so well. Yep. And Ronda, as, as shitty as her promos are, yeah, I was about to say Ronda's the right there. As far as like in ring work, we I I uh, we do a end of the year uh, thing awards in in the Lucha Outside show called the Luchis, right? The, where we the we the Luchis <laughs> we do, and people hated me because I made Ronda Rousey breakout star of the year because nobody picked it up quicker than she did. She she didn't have bad matches. Yeah, her promos were eh at times, but yeah. besides that, she her first match. At, whoa, I'm getting feedback. Um, her first match. At Mania was a it was uh, people it was argue people argue at, at that at that was one of the matches of the night if not the match of the night she didn't have one bad match and people were like shitting on me because I was like she's breakout star of the year nobody picked it up in her first year without going to NXT without doing all that she picked well, it up that, that's probably a business decision why she wasn't in NXT I understand that but she picked up. Right, she, she adapted so quick. She had, and, and people was like, no, no. And I was like, give me an argument. And, and one thing we do on the show is I want people to give me arguments. And people could bent, get bent out of shape. they like, no, 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 no. I'm like, give me a reason you why she shouldn't be. So, you know what's so funny, though, Mario? You got just audience, like typical audiences, regular viewers, pretending to be pundits. When you got wrestling historians and you got former wrestlers... When you got bookers, when you got managers, when you when you got uh, current talent that give you their analysis mm -hmm. on either current or past wrestlers and ranking them where they're ranking them, that overrides. Isn't it supposed to override what how we how the average viewer thinks? Absolutely, because they know the business. We don't really we, we don't, only we don't what know. We see on TV and what we see on dirt sheets. All we're yeah. doing is giving an opinion. They watch a match completely different than the way we yeah. do. And <laughs> what I'll say about Ronda Rousey is most of the time when you're in your first year of professional wrestling, you're in rec centers, high school gyms, things like that. Ronda Rousey's first year was in major stadiums where basketball. Uh, games get played and uh, football games get played. She was in that bright spotlight, and I think she shined really well. And I think even though her promos were kind of shitty, I kind of miss her from the WWE television right that, now. That woman's division. Yeah, I, I There's do. a gap. I, There's a gap. Yeah. But let me ask you: If she wasn't Ronda Rousey, would she have shot up to the main roster like that? No, Absolutely no, not. No, her name. It's a. It's a. She'd still be in I, NXT. Mm -hmm. My only gripe with that main event match is the fact that. None of those characters are totally original. You got a point. Yeah, Becky is where, a ripoff. Where, 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 where 
so quick to give comparisons. So it's like, damn, we had Steve Austin versus Roddy Piper versus Ric Flair. Yeah. Can we deviate from the men if we're gonna right. uh, serious about this women's evolution? And and then also you could even sp- there's an argument to be made you could sprinkle a little bit of Brock and Ronda too. <laughs> Yo, if if Heyman would have been the mouthpiece for Ronda, that would have been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then some people would be like. We don't want no guy talking for Ronda. Ronda speaks for us. And <laughs> I like that. that. There's that argument. Yeah, so. absolutely, absolutely. So now that we're touching on on, on wrestling, what what where's your what's your opinions and what's like your state on the current product? Whether it's WWE, do you watch anything else besides WWE? Like, where, where's your mind at it? You know, because obviously wrestling has been part of your life, especially with some of the recent stuff you do. Now I know you have out some <clears throat> stuff outside of wrestling too that we're gonna talk about in a little bit, but but like. Where's your mind at when it comes to the current stuff right now? WWE, anything else? Um, what does CM Punk say about Vince McMahon dying? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the you only know, way. You know what? You know what I loved about that is that you took a pause and your face said it all on what you feel about the WWE. Oh shit. Oh, no man. disrespect to the McMahon family. I say that after the fact, right? Uh, yeah. Um, but he's like Jerry Jones. Yeah. Man, that oh, is a, that's great a great analogy. Harrison, right there. He yes. won't let up. He's just stuck in his ways, and it's good shit. Um, <laughs> just take a look at NXT. And take a look at the feedback, and then take a look at WWE and look at the feedback. NXT is amazing. It's like a candle in the sun. That shit don't even out, bro. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm excited for something new as far as, like, uh, prime time, you know, Nash- on the national stage. Yeah. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to this fall. Um, <clears throat> I watch w- what I can watch. I, I'm catching up on old uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling matches because I stole my brother's Sling TV account, so I'm I able to Mario's watch account. Access TV, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm able to watch a little bit of WoW. I, I'm I'm into it all. Like I'm I'm not as I'm not into it as much as you guys are as far as like the indies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm open to all of it, though. That's good. I'm I'm on Instagram. I'm looking at highlights, and I'm hearing these new these these names, and uh, seeing these outlandish characters in MLW. And MLW's product is amazing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I definitely got to go to one of those shows and 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 Hog, House of Glory. House of Glory, yeah. Um. Is House of Glory on TV at all? No, they don't have a TV yet. deal, but uh, they they've done business with Impact. So uh, like about okay. uh, two months ago, they did like a, a joint show. Impact is like the gingerbread man. You got to catch them if you can. You you for the people that don't that that have no idea what Pursuit is, you can actually watch them on Twitch every Friday for free. Um, their product's good, man. Their product is good. As uh, a matter of fact, Twitch is like a free chat. Yes, <laughs> I have that. <laughs> I just seen some wrestling uh, not too long ago. I was like, oh, shit. No, actually, it was Ring of Honor. It was Ring of Honor I, I was watching. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. There's just so much to catch up with. It, it is so like, much, there's so much I don't much know stuff. how this fucking girl, Mommy Yankee, not to go back to her, but she's like the Vladimir. She's like the, she's like the new age Vladimir. She's everywhere. You guys familiar with Vladimir? Sam, are you familiar with Vladimir? She's he was at, at WrestleCon. She, she's everywhere. No. She's everywhere. 
Uh, let me tell you my infatuation with Vladimir. As a kid, um, in the late 80s, early 90s, and even up until One Night Stand, I would see, but he had a black tank top in One Night Stand. I would see this guy in the front row with these big giant glasses. I on. know who you're talking about. And he's always flexing and doing this. <laughs> and Shawn Michaels gave him props a couple of times. And like, oh, fuck. But we didn't have internet in the late 80s, early 90s. Right. So when I saw him again, when I was reminded of him at One Night Stand, I was like, who is this guy? I don't even know his name. So I would type in guy with glasses, guy with glasses, uh, white tank top at wrestling events. And I found his name on a forum. <laughs> yeah, I had to fucking dig. Yeah, I just realized who you were talking about. Vladimir the Superfan. And yes, he was featured in WWF magazine as Vladimir the Superfan. Yes. And my life was complete when I saw that shit. Yes. Finally know his name. That's him. I was always like, this guy's always at the shows. Right. There's and a... I, I recognized his face at WrestleCon. I was, people were excited to see the wrestlers. I was excited to see him. Yeah. I was like, dude. And I did a shot of video with him. I was like, man, you gave yeah. me a lot of grief as a kid. I was like, I'm yeah. find out who you were. And yeah, man. And but yeah. this, but yeah, Jenna's like the, she's like the modern day Vladimir. She's always at a fucking show, whether it's indies or on the main stage. And she's meeting this wrestler and that wrestler. I'm like, wow. It's like it's kind of cool, you know. You got it's part of wrestling culture nowadays. Like everything, yeah, the meet and greet, the meet and greets, right. and and just being, like I know her as the chalk line girl. Like I never met a good, I've never met her in my life, but the I chalk know line her, girl. I just know her as the chalk. <laughs> I, I know her. I know her name. That uh, that that's her moniker, uh, Mama Yankee. But I never yeah. met her. I just know she hangs out with Sid and she's the chalk line girl. Yeah, you know it's right. funny, man. <laughs> you said that you saw Vladimir at WrestleCon. While Mario was in line to meet uh, Shawn Michaels, I saw him come down the elevator, and I was like, oh, yeah. "Is that fucking Vladimir?" <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was What's like, up, "Brother, What's up, brother?" I was like, "You know what? Let me just keep walking because if oh, you I didn't go, say hi to you? I no, I didn't go say hi to him. Very nice Who am dude. I? You know what I mean? Uh, but what if it wasn't him? You know what I mean? I, and now it's all coming together that that was actually him, and that's who you're talking faces. about. I know faces. You know, have you ever noticed the guy? That fucking guy. And like, <laughs> yeah. There, there was a guy that used to go to the shows and sit next to Vladimir. He used to look like a hippie. You know what I'm talking about? He almost Wait, what'd looked. What did you say? What'd you he, say? He used to look like a and hippie. Now? No, no. Back, back in the 80s. Oh, he had black glasses also, right? Yes, yes. He, he almost. Wore black? He, yes, he almost he looked like a. Also, I like forgot a, his name. I looked him up too. He looked like a young McFoley. But yes, yes. yes. <laughs> there's a there's a guy now who sits in the front row like this. You talking about the dude with the long hair? Long, long hair. And he sits next to his oh, fucking no. mother at every event. I'm like, who is? At first, I thought it was a chick, because he had he had a I think he had a blouse on. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh man. But he just sits there like this. <laughs> And somebody sat next to him or met him and said, yo, how do you get money to all these shows? And his response was, hard work and determination. Yo, fuck <laughs> that guy, man. <laughs> fuck that guy. Hey. That's like Brock, the Brock Lesnar guy, too. <laughs> you, know the, you know who the Brock, the Brock Lesnar guy? You know who the Brock Lesnar guy is? He always no. takes pictures like this. Hold on, like this. 
And oh yeah, he's got the affliction shirt. Yeah, he, yeah, I, gotta, yeah, yeah. I gotta check him out. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he goes to every fucking show. It doesn't matter what promotion it is, because I saw him at Double or Nothing. Also, he was taking pictures over there. He always takes the the, the, thing, the he, thing. He he has the same flex picture with uh, Cody and Brandy, and then Triple and H, H and Stephanie. H and Stephanie. Do you yeah. know who I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, I saw them. Um, yeah. I saw them <laughs> on Instagram, right? Yeah. No, the Brock yeah. Lesnar guy. That yeah. dude goes everywhere. <laughs> I'm sorry, we don't know him, but he looks like a douche with that affliction shirt. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh my god. We don't know Talk that guy. Bob Dutch He's... and Tom Hardy, right? <laughs> what, what was it? What was that Hardy shit? Was it yeah. was it Tom Hardy? Tom no, Hardy, yeah, Tom Hardy. <laughs> Yeah. All right, know, but but I'm looking here, super fans. There's a guy called Frank the Clown that he supposedly like. That goes, yo, clown. she's Noel's uh, Foley's Noelle's boyfriend. boyfriend. There yeah. you go. See, yeah. Yeah, a whole bunch of them. I actually was sitting right near them at WrestleMania, like a couple seats That's down. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> the Brock Lesnar guy. So, <laughs> yo, you guys going to All Out? Nah, no. man, nah, we're not going to All Out. No. Nah, <laughs> we man. don't have hard work and determination. <laughs> 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 Okay, so now that we're winding down, sell these rocks, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> now that we're winding down a little bit, why don't you talk to us a little bit of what you're doing outside of the wrestling? Because uh, you do have some stuff. You were talking about uh, a film that you were, you plug on your social media. Why don't you talk about some of your other stuff that you're doing? Hmm. Well, uh... <laughs> 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 well, say something outlandish. <laughs> Well, I'm like, I'm like, damn, bro. It's not like, it's not like you're talking about like you killed somebody, man. Like, Spence. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here fucking, looking at the computer. Did he fucking say something? I'm like, know. I'm like, man, did I did? Like, Leon, did we I lose thought we him? lost him again. No, yeah. I, I thought I said something I wasn't supposed to say. <laughs> it's not like you murdered Let's somebody. Both give bro. it away, damn it. <laughs> um, I uh, recently wrote and directed. And I am on the cusp of finalizing the edit of my first short film titled The Fix, which raises alcohol abuse and substance abuse awareness. Um, hits home for me because, you know, alcohol abuse runs in my family. And uh, my father was an alcoholic. He recently passed away in October. Oof, I'm and, sorry uh, about that, man. Oh, man. And, uh, you know. It, it kind of his experience kind of inspired the film. Uh, my best friend uh, Lance Liverpool is the lead of the film, and he plays an accountant, successful accountant, beautiful family, uh, suffers a tragedy, and the tragedy uh, turns his life upside down. He resorts to alcohol, loses his, loses his family, loses his job. He's on suicide watch, and his only hope to save his life is his best friend, which is me. So I also have a piece of the film as well as you know, writer and director. Um, it's, uh, it's a powerful film, and it also raises awareness on, uh, raises awareness towards friends and family of a person in a dark place to want to do more while they're still alive rather than feel regret when they pass away. Wow. So that's something that I'm pretty much, I pretty much feel that we could all relate to that. We all know someone Absolutely. that's been in a dark place or know someone that knows someone that's been in a dark place. Or some people but that are still going through a dark place right now. Right. Well, I have felt regret once that person passes away. Damn, I wish I could have done more. So I want to inspire those to reach out while they're still here. Right. And um, it also it also raises awareness on uh, mental health because when you go through tragedy, when you go through uh, financial issues or relationship problems, people resort to to certain things. And 
you can't get addicted to something you never tried, but your mental state has to be intact. Also, if you if you're in a bad spot mentally, you may resort to those certain things. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. That's some powerful stuff right there. That that's that's great, man. That's that's really really great. Um, with that being said, um, what does the future hold for you? What is some stuff that you're working on? Um, what is it? Some things that you want to accomplish? Are we gonna see more impersonations? Are you gonna be? Uh, what 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 is what is it that you want to accomplish? Like what what's the future hold for Glenn? My right, I'm gonna tell you my ultimate goal. It's the end all be all goal. I want to see my I want to live to see my children's children and tell them all the dope shit that I accomplished in life with no regrets. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Very dope. Very whatever dope. my wherever my mind takes me, um, whether it's music or spoken word poetry or acting or writing or directing or photography, videography, whatever my mind leads me to, I'm gonna focus on that. Mm-hmm. And if an idea sparks, whether it's a conversation with you guys or a conversation I have on on the train with a stranger or someone downstairs. I'm always going to be inspired by something. Um, I just don't know what the next thing is. <laughs> uh, right now, my main focus is this film. Absolutely. And, and getting it out to different film festivals, um, releasing it next year, uh, getting out to different film festivals, raising awareness, um, showcasing my talents. I'm always going to create till the day I die. And I'm not going to create uh, in hopes of getting my big break. I'm going to create because I love to create. And like I said, whatever, whatever I'm feeling at the current time, I'm going to focus on. Uh, a lot of people are asking me if I'm going to do music again. I haven't quit music, guys. It's just that my mind is not there. My mind is elsewhere. And I'm getting more attention and appreciation for the stuff that I'm doing other than music. So I'm going to piggyback on that. That's all I, and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> very cool. Very Damn, cool. bro, this guy, like, man, I, you kind of left me speechless with that, man. Because like this whole, <laughs> man, this uh, this whole show has been just such a good talk. It's a little bit different from what we normally do because we normally Let talk me tell about you something. Sometimes, baby, <laughs> you see, sometimes you gotta go on the real. You can't do it by a script, baby. You gotta freestyle if you will. Damn, Glenn. Uh, we really gotta link up, man. But being outside of wrestling and all this good stuff, we gotta just catch up and just you know have a drink or have dinner or do something, man. Uh, Talk about life. Yeah, man. You, yeah, uh, yeah exactly, man. You, you are a positive dude. You've been positive even before I even met you, just through our exchanges <laughs> on social media. Um, yeah. It's been a pleasure to having you on the show. Um, anything you want to plug? Before, yeah, tell uh, the people your social Sammy, media. Sammy, don't talk so much, pal. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Uh, no, any, anything you want to? Yeah, anything you want to plug? Tell the people your social media. My ass. That's what I want to plug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yo, when, yo, Glenn. When is that bachata album dropping? That Shirt off, check. Yo, you know what's funny? I posted one fucking picture with just a nice, funny caption, and people hit me up. Yo, when's your salsa album coming out? Please? <laughs> I didn't know you spoke Spanish. I'm like, perate, yo, yo, hablo español un poquito. Yo soy negrito chocolate. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that should be his wrestling name <laughs> Welcome Negrito Chocolate My god Negrito Chocolate coming down the aisle Business is about to pick up Oh my god Yo, People are like really serious about it Like dude it's just a fucking picture But I appreciate the support People are like yo I want to cop that album I support- <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like, yo, I, I appreciate that, but there ain't no fucking album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. We, we, can, we can make it happen, though. We, 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 yeah, we can, make it we, we can actually make it happen. Bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> have, have you ever... Glenn, Glenn Ford yeah. Vision... That's okay. Glenn with two N's. Fuck you guys that spell my name with one N. <laughs> you know what I hate the most before this plug? They'll see my fucking name on Facebook and Instagram and spell it with one fucking N. Let him know, Glenn. I don't understand that. <laughs> I'm going to purposely fuck up your name and you spell my name with one N. Well, just to, just to, when it comes to old name things, now Mario's a pretty easy name, right? Not saying that your name isn't easy either. Exactly. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, you got the one, job. <laughs> one time, uh, one time somebody read my name on a peep on a paper, right? And they said Mario, 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 <laughs> super white, <laughs> Mario, really? Mo <laughs> How do you fuck that up? The I is like. Extra Were they reading like Maria, 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 Mariah? That's <laughs> and I, I just looked. I was, only, I, that's the only. It's the only I, explanation. Listen, it, you could say Mario, you could say Mario, you could say Mario, it's but Mariah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no coming back from that. I'm not surprised. I deal with the public every day. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, but I think I can speak to. I think that's the worst one. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna share this joke with you. <laughs> years back, years back, I was uh, wow, this was like 2010. I was at my lady's house, and she had her laptop open. And you know how they have the accounts? Mm -hmm. Okay. They have her yeah, name, yeah. and then they say, and they have you know just the shared. And I looked at the computer. I saw her name. And then I saw the bottom and I said, who the fuck is Sherrod? <laughs> she looked at me. She's like, what? You mean shared? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we all get one. It, it happens to the best of us, I guess. I don't know. When you're super fucking jealous and you can't read. <laughs> Shit. Or you see shit that you don't want to do. Who the fuck is Sean? It says Sharon. Right. <laughs> Who the fuck is Sharon? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. That's an oh, all-time. She's yo. She still gets at me to this day. <laughs> um, um. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks for really. Thank, this so is, thank you for having me. This man, this was an amazing show because we just literally just shot yeah. the shit, man. Now, now hold yeah. on. So it's Glenn with one N, right? Ford Vision. <laughs> just want to make sure because we didn't get the Yo. whole. <laughs> yeah, pl plug it yeah. one more time for the people. Goddamn, pal. It's Glenn Ford Vision with two N's. What? <laughs> I said Glenn with two N's. What? That's G-L-E-N-N Ford like the car. Vision. What? Glenn Ford Vision, Instagram. God damn it. And uh, I believe it's Glenn Robert Ford on Twitter. Or Glenn Ford Vision on Twitter. I don't even fucking be on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> find me on there. Uh, that's pretty much it, man. You can find me on IMDB, Glenn Robert Ford. There you go. There you go. There you check go. Out my little tiny resume, and you could check out the synopsis for The Fix and all the cast members. I got a real quick, real quick... Uh, the stuff that the cast the cast members are doing um, 
Rebecca Hargrove, Lance Liverpool, Ari Barkin, George and Andriakos, uh, Sergio Dallavici. They're all doing amazing things right now. Sergio Dallavici had a role in John Wick Three. I and saw our, that. I saw that you uh, plugged that on your on your on yeah, your IG. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of uh, Rebecca Hargrove just performed at the Lincoln Center, and um, she does opera as well. She models. She's been on Fox. She's been on NBC. She's doing it all right now. George Andriakos. Uh, I'm sorry if I butchered your last name, but George <laughs> has done some amazing things with Ari as well uh, in the film industry. And uh, I'm just very excited that we have a lot of firepower behind this project. Well, I'm excited to see it. Glenn. I'm excited too. Bro. Definitely and let us had... know when it comes out. Yeah, man, Absolutely. we'll have you back on. And it's just a, it's, it's a definitely a positive message that you're putting out there too. Thank you. Thank you, my brothers. Thank All you. Right, bro. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you, guys. No, man. You, this is your home. You could come back anytime you want, you know, whether it's just more stories or just plug and shit. We'll, we'll have you back on. And and I think even Leo might have some stuff for you oh, yeah. somewhere down the line, too. Um, you <laughs> know, because there's other avenues on, on not just wrestling, but Leo has some stuff in the works, too. So uh, mm -hmm. anything to put your name out there to help you out, we, you know, oh, you, yeah. we're here got for you, bro. Brother. Thank you, my brothers. Appreciate it. All right, man. We'll stay. And then until next time. We're Lucha Outsiders. It's cooking. Thanks, Glenn. Yes, Glenn. Stay too uh, sweet, brother. Stay too sweet, bro. I'll give you. I'll send you a message later, dude. All right, my brother. Peace. Right, later, dude. Yeah, man. Awesome. That was awesome. What a what a I, I don't know how we could top that. No, that's it. All right, guys. Dude, man. Hit, hit the plug. Let's go home. Um, <laughs> We still got to talk about Dominion. Let, oh, we still well, got some let, wrestling um, to talk about. Yeah, let's. Maybe we won't talk about a little bit. I gotta go take a piss because it's been an hour and a half. <laughs> Me too. So why don't we do this? I'm gonna I'm gonna go take a piss real quick. Unless you we'll, want... we'll do this. We'll cut it off and we'll come back in five minutes. Like we'll we'll separate the shows. Okay, we could do that. We'll well, do and that. We'll, we could do that. That sounds good. So right. um, what we'll do bonus. it. Bonus. So this is a bonus, I guess, and. If you guys are listening to us on Facebook or watching on Facebook, we're going to come back and then talk about wrestling. Right. Yeah. But for now, just enjoy the outro and check out our new episode later. And we got to pee. And we got to pee. <laughs> <laughs> no, no.